Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Shoots up through the stony ground, there's no room, no space to rent in this town, you're out of luck. Have a shorthanded breakaway. Zach Hyman for the lead. Shoots and scores. Edmonton four. Calgary three. With Kane. Centers Kane for the hat trick. He scores. Amanda Kane. A natural hat trick in the second period. And Edmonton running Calgary right out of the building. Friday. Back in the 630 Chid buildings, the chorus building, the city's soft side. It is an off day for the Edmonton Oilers on the heels of rallying from a 9-6 opening game loss at the hands of their provincial rival, the Calgary Flames. A great team during the course of the regular season, a team that won the Pacific Division. A team, albeit, that had one more regular uh, win during the course of the regular season than the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers rally after the opening game and sweep Calgary in four straight. Who would have saw that coming? No one. No one saw that coming to fruition for the Edmonton Oilers. And for you fans out there in oil country, it is indeed a beautiful day. What a wild battle of Alberta. You need a great foe to have a terrific series. I know it only went five games. It felt like there was three or four games in each of the games. And in fairness, and I know we have listeners down in Calgary right now, I have empathy for them. Their team had a pretty good season. Um, they had a lot of things go right during the course of the regular season. They were incredibly healthy. They got hit at COVID all at once, shut down all at once. Um, their top line was off the charts during the course of the regular season. But at the end of the day, and it's a beautiful day for the Edmonton Oilers, at the end of the day, Edmonton's top players took the Calgary Flames' top players to the proverbial woodshed. And Edmonton got better goaltending. The energy provided by a mid-season coaching change, bringing in a younger voice, a guy that percolated himself down in the American Hockey League, Jay Woodcroft, the Bakersfield Condors, and many of you take the time to actually watch the Condors games over the last few years, you know that the one thing that he did was his teams had resiliency. 
And I think we ultimately saw that come to be in the course of the series against the Calgary Flames. It was an incredible battle of Alberta. And the Oilers ultimately got it done. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operator place to buy office IT and supplies. Got in about 3 o'clock in the morning last night on the drive back. I was euphoric. Tell you, most enjoyable three-hour drive back from Cowtown that you can possibly have. Brendan Escott joins us as well. On the other side of the glass, it's great to see you, Brendan. How you doing? Good. It's been uh, been some time since you've been in the building here. Yeah. So uh, tell me this. What'd you think, <laughs> uh, man? As a as a sports fan, I don't know that I I've ever felt that level of excitement. Just first of all, the way that they traded blows in the second period and that all unfolding how it did, and and uh, I just I felt like McDavid had yet to really stamp himself yep. on the game right when. It was it was tied at four four and to me there was just something left for him to to do and he unleashed it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was a wild series, wide ranging emotional changes during the course of each and all of the games. Uh, it was you know it was a great series for Alberta and it's a great series if you're a fan of the Edmonton Oilers who are now by the way five and one all time in the Battle of Alberta. But make no mistake, Edmonton Stars stole the day. How about Leon Drysaddle? Here's one for you. The Oilers win four straight games against the Calgary Flames. Leon Drysaddle had three or more points in every game, including two four-point games in the series. He was chosen a star once, a second star. That's it. 17 points in five games. And in the eyes of the people that picked the stars, and I picked the ones at the, the home game, Jack and myself did, but Zach Hyman was a star, Vander Kane was a star. It's funny, after the game, Daryl Sutter said Edmonton won because they had the best player. And there's a degree of truth to that. It's called osmosis. Peter Zosky, great morning host back in the day of CBC, wrote the book, um, you know, The Game of Our Lives, and talked about Wayne Gretzky making everybody else through osmosis. And I think that's happened in the case of Leon Dreisettle. He has elevated in part because him and Connor are driving each other. But Daryl Sutter's wrong. Edmonton didn't have the best player. They had the four best forwards in the series, at least. I mean... Who was better than McDavid, Dreisaitl, Hyman, or Evander Kane? Michael Backlund was Calgary's best forward in the series. He was good. And Nugent Hopkins pretty much matched him in terms of productivity in the course of the series. So uh, the Oilers got the better goaltending with Mike Smith. The Oilers' defense played 17 to 21 minutes. Calgary's top pairing got absolutely shredded of Noah Hannafin and Rasmus Anderson. Um, and Edmonton got a break. Brendan, it's got to be stated, the Oilers did get a bounce in the series. And I think back to the Oiler-Anaheim series and the game-tying goal where Ryan Kessler's got Cam Talbot's pad, his paws on him, and Talbot can't, and they they didn't overturn the game-tying goal, and then the Ducks ended up winning in overtime. Uh, Edmonton hammered Anaheim in Game 6 in Edmonton 7-1, Dreisaitl with five points. By the way, Leon Dreisaitl has played two second-round playoff series. He's played a total of 12 games. He has 30 points in those 12 games of the second round of the playoffs. 30 points in 12 games. I had a conversation last night with a former NHL GM who's now working in management, and he said to me, you know, Stoff, there's people out east, and they talk about McDavid and, and Austin Matthews. It's not McDavid and Matthews. The conversation is, is it Dreisaitl and Matthews? 
because you're conceding that McDavid's on another level. Uh, tough call nonetheless. So the Oilers got a tough call back in 2017. I, I, you know, if you heard the broadcast last night, I think you might even play a clip of it, Brendan. For me, the, the spirit of the rule that goal should have counted for Calgary, which does not mean they were going to win the game, not with the way that game was going to be played. But it played a factor in last night's game. That said, Edmonton won four straight games. How are you feeling about it? You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. At 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. Our top story, the Edmonton Oilers have advanced to the Western Conference Final for the first time since 2006. They await the winner of Colorado and St. Louis. Top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. On today's show from St. Louis, Louis DeBrusque. From NHL Hockey and Rogers worked over 70 orders broadcasts this year. At, uh, that is for our friends at GCL Diesel. At 105 for Canadian Power Pack. Canadian Power Pack is Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, solar. Kevin Weeks from ESPN and the NHL Network. And at 135, Sportsnet spec Mark Spector, who wrote the book on the Battle of Alberta uh, for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. All right, so into our audio vault for direct workwear, featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Jack with the call last night. Nothing comes easy. Not in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Not in the Battle of Alberta. Blake Coleman. Center pass one-timers. Mangiapane gives the Flames a 1-0 lead. Dreisaitl in front. Hyman one whack at it. A second, a third. And Markstrom comes up with the stops. Threw it around the boards. Michael Stone steps up. A shot score. Tipped in front by Michael Backlund. It's 2-0. Here's Leon Drysettle controlling the faceoff for Edmonton. Down two. Centering pass. One timer score. And Darnell Nurse steps up and from between the circles puts Edmonton right back in this hockey game. McLeod Hyman. And here's a centering pass. Score. Yes, a pulley army has tied the game. Karam to Connor McDavid. Drysettle over. Nugent Hopkins. Backdoor. Top tome. Zach Hyman buries it. Edmonton. To three, Calgary two, Hyman a three-point night in game five, and the Oilers lead for the first time. Control winds and fires, came out from behind the net, Smith never picked him up. We're tied at three, the Oilers unable to play with the lead for more than 15 seconds. That's just brutal. Off the draw, Uli Arby did not get it out, reach that score. Dry Settle, right face off top. One timer, Bouchard scores, and we are tied. Evan Bouchard, post and in. His third of the playoffs, and game five is dead now even. Now it's Backlund at center, gaining speed around Nugent Hopkins, heading for the net, right circle. Shot, save, rebound, score.
I'm in shock. Kulak defending. Cedric pass off. Keith off Smith. Rolled free. And the Oilers find the puck. McDavid up to Dreisaitl. Five seconds to go in regulation. A drop pass chipped away. Callie Yarncroke has the puck. And we're heading to overtime. McDavid created a turnover for Dreisaitl inside. McDavid, his shot scores. Connor McDavid has won the battle of Alberta for Edmonton. Five, four, in. Dreisaitl with a great reverse pivot off the half boards and McDavid hopped into the seam and he beats Jacob Markstrom and the Edmonton Oilers improved to 5-1 all time in the Battle of Alberta. They played the number three defensive team in the NHL. The Flames averaged 2.51 goals against per game. The Oilers scored 25 goals in five games in this series. Leon Dreisaitl in on 17 of them and McDavid with the GWT in OT. It was uh, a wild finish. It was a hell of a wild series. It was awesome. The amount of uh, feedback I got from some of the media brethren in the United States and uh, some of the ex-Oiler players uh, reaching out. Great theater, to say the least. Were you not, Are you not entertained? Was that not the line uh, from Gladiator? Anyhow, it was... Uh, and Hey, today, if you're in Edmonton or you're in oil country, you're pumped up. I listened to uh, part of the Calgary postgame show last night and felt bad. I did, kind of. Uh, anyhow, I digress. Let's get to it. Uh, Jay Woodcroft did not predict a high-scoring series. I didn't see that, uh, especially w- with the way that Calgary uh, defended throughout the the season and how hard they played us. Certainly didn't see giving up nine goals in the first game. Uh, That didn't go according to plan, but we tightened some things up as the series moved along. We always felt that we had the ability to score. For us, it's sometimes not just about what we're getting, but it's about what we're giving up. And, uh, you know, as the series went on, we got better at at that. Uh, Tonight wasn't our finest hour in terms of defending, but you talk about... uh, uh, 20 men digging in for each other and finding a way in less than perfect circumstances. I think tonight was the example of that. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, we mentioned it, and it's funny. Uh, I don't know, what, what, just the way that he protects the puck and can create, and, and basically he can play big boy hockey. That's it. That's, the, that's what's proven here. He's the fourth uh, fastest player in NHL history to reach 50 points in the NHL playoffs. It's ridiculous what he's done. I mean, do you not agree, Brandon? It's just, especially when you factor that he was dealing with a brutal high ankle sprain to start the series. He did look better by game three, four, and five. Okay, I spoke to him yesterday around 9.30 in the morning. told me he's starting to feel better, so that's a good thing. Uh, but, man, oh, man, what a series he had. Oh, yeah, it's it was sort of sneaky in the first couple of games I felt yeah. where he was laboring around the ice and maybe that was more of the storyline and and then suddenly he started to look like his old self and when you're that big a forward Bob he's basically a power forward with with surgical vision he's a power forward and also the best passer in the league and when you've got finishers like they do now um, you know it's it's trouble for the other team obviously here's Jay Woodcroft on Leon Settle's series 
you know, with what Connor's done, kind of Leon's uh, performance has gone under, under the radar a little bit. Um, but for what he's doing, um, you know, I think he he has the ability to hold people off and make plays in tight spaces. And I think, uh, you know, I think he's the best passer in the National Hockey League, best passer in the world. And uh, the amount of plays that he makes for our team is... Um, unbelievable to do that with what he's going through um you know he's an absolute warrior but i've said this before uh you know we're when i walked into that room at the beginning of february is bullish on our players um because i i saw a sincere desire to win and not just the desire to win uh but i saw people willing to um pay the price to win and connor mcdavid the orders captain at these comments on what dry settles accomplishing right now he was amazing. Uh, that's all you can really say. You know, it's hard to really put into words how amazing he was out there. Um, and every game, you know, every single game he, uh, he he dominated from start to finish. And you know, it was fun to uh, fun to watch tonight. Meanwhile, Leon Drysaddle added these comments on getting past the Oilers' provincial rival, the Calgary Flames. Yeah, it was a really big goal by Connor. Um, I'm not going to stand here and talk about uh, myself. I thought our whole team did a great job, other than game one, obviously, to kind of adjust and, and, and get back to, to, to what makes us successful as a team. So really, really proud of the guys. Back to Connor McDavid. He had these thoughts on what the win in the Battle of Alberta means. Special, um, you know, obviously special to win. Um, you know, I think that that's that's obviously everything. Um, you know, it was real fun. Uh, the fans were amazing in both buildings, um, especially in Edmonton. You know, just the, the energy and the vibe around the city has been uh, been amazing. And uh, McDavid added some additional perspective on the fact that the Oilers as a team are more mature and they're able to handle adversity better. Yeah, there's lots of swings in games. You know, tonight was was a bit crazy there at the end of the second. Um, you know, crazy game one. Um, you know, we got down in game two, and you know, kind of just hung in there all series and um, found a way to get it done. That was really the moral of the, the whole series. All right, it is twelve twenty-three in Edmonton. Uh, we will go to break. Uh, when we come back, I'm just reading the texts; they're making me chuckle. Uh, we'll get to some of the texts on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. NHL today up next for Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Orders now. Well, he was a nightmare, all right, for the Calgary Flames in this series. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. This text comes in and says, hey, 10 reasons for the Oilers. This is a text out of Edmonton. 10 reasons for Oilers fans to feel great today. McDavid, overtime winner, big smile and celebration. Dry settle, four assists in the game, 17 points in the series. The Nuge into the third round, says the texter. Evander Kane, 12 goals in the playoffs. Smith, wonky, and still wins. Zach Hyman, an absolute beast. That's number six. Number seven, the turtle was non-existent in the last four games. Uh, well, he stopped turtling a while ago, in fairness to him. He started taking on all comers. Uh, number eight, Oilers fans out cheering the Flames in their own building. Number nine, beating the Flames is always a good thing if you're a fan of oil country. And number ten, I found this one interesting, sent the cute cowgirls behind the Oilers bench home crying. Uh, I think they... Uh, May have been a. Those were the the type of gals that uh, Dan Baker, when he ran uh, Cowboys down in Calgary, uh, often uh, employed. I, I didn't see a lot of them, but uh, 
it's funny how they ended up on Twitter quite a bit last night. Anyhow, let's go to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Just one game tonight. It's Colorado trying to take care of St. Louis and meet the Oilers in the Western Conference Final. They're up 3-2 in the series. Game 6 in uh, Missouri tonight. We'll get more from Louis DeBrus coming up after this next news break, but can tell you there's no Tory Krug in the Blues lineup tonight. Oil Kings here in Edmonton are hosting the Winnipeg Ice, trying to close out the WHL's Eastern Conference Final. They have a 3-1 series lead here in uh, Game 5. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell and hook up with Louis DeBrus from St. Louis when we return. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.